This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Breakfast with TT on Power 98.7. Nine minutes before seven here on Power Breakfast. Let's go to this rather disturbing story now. Well, shocking figures which were released last week show that more than 14,000 girls under the age of consent and some as young as 10 years old have fallen pregnant over the past four years. The statistics released by the National Department of Health show that 14,176 pregnancies were recorded among girls aged between 10 and 14 between April 2017 and March 2021. Now, a report carried in the city press also says that there are calls for the state and civil society stakeholders. In fact, they're saying that state and civil society stakeholders have described the issue as a statutory rape epidemic. Let's speak now to the CEO of the Soul City Institute. Um, uh, Paina Kodisang joins us on the line. Good morning to you and thanks so much for joining us. Good morning and I pronounce it Fina. Fina. I do apologize. (laughs) Fina Kodisang. Let us talk about this. I mean, I think the question that immediately comes to mind, and I think this is uh, where you, this is something that you also commented on in the article in the City Press to say that what we need to establish, first of all, is who is having sex with these children? Yes, we should, only because in South Africa we know that GBV is rife. Mm. It is declared a pandemic, you know. So in a country where you, you have gender-based violence, uh, or violence against women and children declared a pandemic, you cannot conclude with when you see any number that those numbers are not from um, rape or sexual violence. So that is why for us it's very important to establish who is fathering these children, mm. who is impregnating these girls, because age of, age of consent in South Africa legally is 16. So any person who's having um, sex with a minor, even if that minor gave consent, they are not in the right state of mind Mm. to be giving legal consent. So that person must be uh, arrested and legal action taken against them. You know, and it is so worrying on so many levels to say that when these things do happen, how what what uh, action are parents are taking because or not even never mind the parents when someone presents uh, at a hospital a, a, someone who's under the age is there no legal obligation on anybody who becomes aware of a minor who is uh, engaged in sexual activity is there no obligation legally for them to report the matter to the police there is legal obligation uh, for for everyone in the chain mm. parents uh, health facility uh, people, social workers, uh, so all the departments, you know, uh, have a legal obligation. But accountability is something we lack in this country. Mm. It's something we do not take serious, even though in the national strategic plan, accountability leadership, you know, is is pillar one of of the national strategic plan to prevent GBV. So if we don't really hold people to account for their failure to respond accordingly, we will continue seeing these things uh, happening in front of us. 
One of the big challenges, of course, that we also face is that uh, in a lot of these um, uh, cases, you'll, pro- you'll probably find that the power dynamics at play here play a massive role in why these kind of things uh, happen and uh, seemingly happen without, uh, any, as you say, any accountabilities that you will find where, you know, this, you know, where somebody who with, with money probably buys their way out of these situations, you know, because that, uh, and the families are now afraid to, you know, expose uh, the culprits who are guilty of the statutory rape because it may actually hit them in the pocket, so to speak. Very true. I mean, we saw when we had that uh, phenomenon, which I think we still have, a sugar daddy phenomenon Mm. where people with money use those resources to manipulate, you know, as you say, power dynamics to have relationships with young people, minors, with no consequence at all because they know that they can easily buy their way out of trouble. You know, but also our norms in society, really, we cannot talk about these issues outside the norms Mm. that exist in our societies because they are very harmful, but also create an enabling environment for the perpetuation of violence Mm. against children, against women. So we need to correct even the fundamental cultural norms in our societies where, you know, somebody can rape but instead of being arrested, the two families talk about the mm. matter and there's money exchanging hands or there's anything but just deceit for the victim. So we need to change our practices, our culture, because the law is there. The law makes those provisions, mm. but the practice is a problem. What do we know? I mean, is there something that, I mean, teenage pregnancy um, is, not, is nothing new. What are we seeing that is new or that is uh, different uh, this time around? Is it just purely because it's now being recorded and uh, it's been reported as well? Or is there something particularly sinister that's at play here uh, and that is new, um, uh, Fina Kodisang? Nothing happening is new, unfortunately. You know, um, gender-based violence has been a long-standing issue. Mm. Teenage pregnancy has been a long-standing issue. What is new right now is the attitude. I think we we have come to a point where we believe that this thing of allowing perpetrators to get away with, um, you know, violating human beings or or breaking the law, you know, uh, should end. And that is why right now when numbers are reported, we don't just take them as numbers. We, 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 we see that behind that number is a young girl whose future is destroyed. It's a child. A 10-year-old is a child. Yeah. It's a child whose future is destroyed, whose health is at risk because they might die mm. from that pregnancy. So the attitude that we bring as civil society, as parents, towards this issue is what has changed. We no longer want to sit and, and, and you know perpetuate the culture of silence around this issue. We want accountability. We want people to be held to account for people to do their jobs. Mm. Social workers must follow the matter up. Police must make arrests. You know, nurses must record these cases properly and make sure they follow the, the, the protocol in terms of reporting. So the matters have always been there, but we've been complacent as a society. We have not been taking action. And now we will take action on behalf of those victims 
if parents are not taking the action. Yeah. What, exactly. What, what responsibilities? I mean, because this is not something that we can say we're going to leave to government and the police. I mean, it's one of those crimes that are so difficult uh, to police. How do I, as a parent and as a member of society, uh, you know, get involved, uh, you know, in trying to make sure that this doesn't happen to a child of mine or a child that I know? You start by parenting properly. We, we don't parent, uh, and, and I'm not putting a blanket statement, but when um, comprehensive sexuality education was introduced to help parents, because parents struggle with talking about uh, reproductive health with their children, when that uh, curriculum was introduced, a few who started propagating um, you know, against it, uh, talking about how it's going to teach children to have sex, even posting uh, uh, snippets of things that were not even in the curriculum about how children will be mm. taught to masturbate and whatever, all those things. You know, there was a pushback, but CSE, Comprehensive Sexuality Education, was meant to help parents to teach and educate children mm. about what violation is, but what their bodies are going through, what they need to know about the development, also how they can prevent um, getting pregnant because we have contraceptives. We mm. have condoms in, in, in South Africa. Contraceptives are meant to be free, you know, um, in the public yeah, clinics. Absolutely. Condoms are meant to be free. So the school-based intervention was pushed back. It's still there. We need to educate parents on it so that okay. they know as parents what they need to teach in the homes. But also as parents, be observant. Look at your child, see their behaviors, talk to your children, believe your children when they report at uh, all issues times. of violation. Absolutely. Uh, Fina Kurisang, CEO of the Soul City Institute, uh, thank you so much for coming on this moment. Uh, this morning it was most enlightening. Thank you very much. And it's 7 o'clock. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.